Hello there and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today is week seven, day two of our Give Up Worry for Good journey. Hard to believe, isn't it? Week seven already. There's only eight weeks in this thing. I I remember when we first started saying, okay, it's week one, day three, day four. Hang in there. It's going to be a long journey, but (laughs) look, we're already on week seven. Now, Now, this week is devoted to surrender. Sir, and you know, I was thinking today, I was, I was uh, taking a walk earlier today, and I was thinking the, the whole idea of this give up, give up worry for good program, it, it's really twofold. It's not only give up, but it's also give in. Give up worry, give up control, right? Those things that are holding us back, and give in to God. Give in and surrender to, his, his, to, to Him taking over. And that's a hard thing, but it's a very, very powerful thing. Now, today on the show, we're going to look at a very famous quote from St. John the Baptist. It comes from John chapter 3. He must increase, okay? He must increase. Jesus, he's talking about, must increase. But how's he going to increase? But I must decrease. And that's the thing that you and I have to learn when it comes to giving up worry, when we worry, we're essentially crowding Jesus out of our lives. That's what we're doing. We are worrying. We are taking over. And we are really just not trusting that he's going to be there for us. Not giving him a chance to work. But when we let him increase, and we, and in order to do that, we have to decrease. So when we decrease, when we back off a little bit, doesn't mean we don't do anything. But when we stop, stop trying to control so much and we let him work, not only do, do our circumstances generally improve, but more importantly, we get the peace that we're looking for. And, you know, let's, let's address that today as well. When I say our circumstances improve, not necessarily from the outside. So externally, your problems still may be there. They still may look like problems. However, once we give the Lord control, once we say, all right, Jesus, help me, oftentimes he is going to help, not just you to feel peace, which is one of the the absolute things he can do, but sometimes he does change the external circumstances and allows things to, to work out. You know, we never know for sure when we pray, to pray to get a particular job, pray for a healing, pray for a situation to get better. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. We can never say for sure the exact effect that our prayers had. And that's just the way prayer is. It's a matter of faith. And it is certainly a mystery. We can't say that because I prayed for X number of days for this particular intention, then that's the reason it turned out the way it did. Because sometimes we'll pray just as hard for something and it doesn't turn out externally the way we expected, right? We've all been in those situations. They can be very frustrating. I can't believe it. I prayed for this and I still didn't get the job. But ultimately, Jesus, when he came to earth, he taught us the value of prayer. He taught us in the Lord's Prayer that we are supposed to ask for what we need to give us this day our daily bread. But what we can never fully understand is 
when circum the the exact effect prayer has on our circumstances we can't we can't accept that i mean we can't understand that and that's why we walk by faith that's why when we pray we exercise faith jesus i know that by my praying for this need i have somehow you're going to help me but i don't know if you're going to calm the storm or if you're going to calm me, the sailor, who's freaked out by being in the storm. That, that's just what we don't know. And, and I think that faith is learning to be comfortable, exercising faith, and uh, really, if you want to extend it and say obtaining peace in life, it's a matter of being, unco- being comfortable with uncertainty, living with uncertainty, and being comfortable with it. God, I don't know how you're going to answer this prayer, but I know that you are going to answer this in the best way possible. That kind of uncertainty, that kind of, what would you say, uh, mystery, that brings about a lot of peace. And, 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 and really, that's where we're headed. You know, there are some who will say, if you pray hard enough and if your faith is strong enough, you'll get whatever you want. Well, that's not what Jesus said. I mean, you know, we have to look at all of the things he said as a whole. You can't just take one, you know, take one piece of information, one quote, and not look at it with regard to all of the other messages contained in the Bible. Yes, he did say, ask and you will receive. However, he goes on to elaborate that no father would give his child something that's bad for him. So, you know, just that alone is going to tell you, you're not going to get everything you want because there are there will be times because of our imperfect human knowledge that we don't know what's good for us. So, look, this is a matter of growing in faith. But today, I must decrease, he must increase. He cannot decrease, he cannot increase, I should say, in my life unless I decrease. I got to give him room. It's like trying to fill up a bucket it's already filled up. You got to make some room. You know, suppose you have a bucket of sand or dirt or rocks, or whatever, and you want to put water in it. You got to empty the junk out first to be able to fill it with water. So he must increase. But in order for him to increase, I have to decrease. And that's the secret. That's the, that's the secret to following Christ. That's the secret to breaking free from worry, to decrease enough so that the Lord can enter and do his thing. So why don't we pray now? Let's turn to our Father in Heaven and pray. And we're going to ask Him to, uh, first of all, I'm going to ask Him to guide me so that I can properly deliver this message and also to guide all of us. As we sort of near the completion of this journey, another week and a half, we're going to be finished with this. Um, So we're getting to, I would say, a critical point. We want to really end strongly with give up worry for good. So let's pray, okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for being here for us once again. Boy, Father, thank you for taking care of all of our needs. Father, you've taken care of all of our needs from the very beginning of our, of our lives, which occurred when we were first conceived, right up until the present moment. You have really taken care of us, and we're very grateful for that, Father. Thank you. We ask you to continue to provide for everything that we need, both spiritually and materially, 
And Father, we do understand that sometimes you will have to send us a cross. We understand that. We know that it's best for us. Otherwise, you wouldn't allow it to happen. So we thank you for sometimes allowing the crosses into our lives. Father, we ask you to bless our friends and our family members, our acquaintances, all who have asked for our prayers. We pray for healing in body, mind, and spirit for those who are sick. We we pray for hope for those who might be feeling hopeless today. We pray that you are able to encourage anyone who's feeling discouraged today. Father, I ask you to use me as your instrument. Please give me the message that I'm supposed to deliver this day. And finally, Father, I ask you to open all of our minds and all of our hearts to be receptive to the message that you have for us. I ask this, Father, in the most holy and sacred name of Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you for praying with me. My name is Gary Zimak, and I do appreciate all the kind comments that you've been sending my way about the podcast. It's kind of a weird thing, even though I, I'm looking at this chair across from me on the in, it, at my table, and I, I literally say that all the time. I have a chair reserved for you at my table. I'm, I'm literally sitting at a table recording this. I might not be able to see your face, but I absolutely can feel your presence. And when you email me and say, I enjoy the podcast, it's helping me, I, I do really appreciate that. So I've gotten a lot of emails about that lately, lately and I'm, I'm very, very thankful. Uh, I do want to remind you that my website is followingthetruth.com. If you want to head on over there and find out more about my work, that would be the place to go, followingthetruth.com. Now, it's not up on the website yet. I share this on Facebook, and I've been sharing it in my daily email reflection. But I have a new book coming out in late September. It's called Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. And really what this book was, um, I was approached by the Word Among Us Press. This book is going to be uh, published from the Word Among Us Press. I was I was approached last year, early last year, and they had said that they would like me to write a book about a journey, our journey with God. And I think I, I really jumped at the chance because that's a book that I I have I have touched on the topic, but I never really wrote a whole book about how how do we go about knowing, loving, and serving God in in this in this life. Because I think we all have some questions about that. How can we do all of these things? And specifically, what does that look like? Now, I'm not claiming that. I have all the answers because there are there are countless ways to know, love, and serve God. But this was my my take on it, written very simply. I like to write in a, in a simple manner, and I, I I really think you're going to enjoy it. So stay tuned for more information about that. Eventually, very soon, I'll get it up on the website, so you'll be able to find out more. But the book is pre-orderable. If you head over over to Amazon.com, you are able to pre-order Journey with God. By yours truly, finding peace and happiness. Again, it's going to be out in September, but anytime you want to pre-order it, go right ahead, and uh, I'll keep you posted if any of those dates change. Sometimes, typically, they'll move the the date up a little bit, not too much, but so it might, you might see it coming out a few weeks earlier. 
Um, but I will let you know if there are any changes. Again, my website, followingthetruth.com. If you want to find out more about me, if you want to make a donation to help me to sustain my, my, my ministry, or if you would like to invite me to speak at your parish or your conference, followingthetruth.com is the place to go to do that. Okay, so we are on week seven. This is an eight-week program. Next week, we're going to be devoting it to looking back. Next week's all about, it's the last week. It's all about looking back. This week is all about surrender. And and surrender not in the sense that you just give up. You, you, you give up, you know, certainly you don't want to surrender and give up your what we're doing and trying to give up worry, and, you know, as we're in week seven. We're not talking about that. We're talking about surrendering control of our lives to the Lord, letting him work. And I, I really enjoy this quote from St. John the Baptist. It's from John chapter 3, verse 30. It's a very simple one. He must increase. So in other words, Jesus must increase in my life. And that's really, we are called to be Jesus. That's what, through the transformation offered by the Holy Spirit, we as Christians are called to be transformed into the image of Christ so that when people look at what we do and listen to what we say, they should see Jesus. I know, I know, we have a long way to go. Somebody like me, I have a really long way to go, but that's that's the goal. And we've talked about this before, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. There's nine of them as, uh, as listed by St. Paul. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's what the life of Christ looked like. If somebody were to describe the attributes of Christ, they, they would mention all of those fruits. He was filled with love, joy, and peace, and patience, and kindness, and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now, those fruits produced by the work of the Holy Spirit in us, the same Spirit who motivated and animated the, the words, the thoughts, and the actions of Jesus, that Spirit is available to us. We first receive the Spirit when we're baptized. So our lives, as a result, if we are truly letting the Holy Spirit work in us, should be producing the same fruits. Essentially, in order to do that, in order for me to look like Jesus, in order for me to not worry like Jesus, which really is what we're talking about and give up worry for good, how's that happen? Well, the Lord's presence has to increase in my life. His presence must increase in me. The, the, the Holy Spirit has to move me to say, to do, and to think certain things. That's how I'm going to look like Jesus. But in order for that to happen, in order for him to increase, I've only got so much room inside of me. I have to decrease. So I must decrease so that Jesus can increase. And as I mentioned in the book, if you're looking for a motto for your give up worry journey, these words from John the Baptist do the trick. He must increase, but I must decrease. And one of the points that I make, not only in the book, but I mentioned it in email today, we've only got a finite amount of hours in the day. We've got a limited amount of time. And, I, you know, it's funny. I was having this conversation with a friend a few days ago, essentially talking about choosing what, what books to read. You know, I'm a, I'm a big reader, but I've got limited time. 
So if I'm reading book A, I'm not going to be reading book B. I've got to make a choice. So I choose the one, or I, I should choose the one that I feel is going to help me. And, and again, I, I'm talking about spiritual books here. Not that they're both not good. I mean, they both might be good. But which one attracts me and which one is going to help me? Because I, I believe that the Holy Spirit leads us all. It, and if we're, if, we're, if we're willing to listen, I think the Holy Spirit leads us by our, by our desires, especially when we're talking about good desires, not, all, not bad desires, but the desire, for instance, to, to grow closer to Jesus. I've been having that one for a long time, and that motivates me to read more books on prayer, to read more books on the life of Jesus, to really study the Gospels, and to put that into practice. So I read a book on prayer. You know, at some point, you got to close the book, and you have to spend time in prayer with the Lord. But I've, I've had this desire, and it's been a, sort of a, like a hunger to grow closer to Jesus, to grow closer to, fa- to the Father, and to, to better know the, and understand the Holy Spirit and let him work in my life. I've had this desire for a long time, and it, it it's almost like an insatiable appetite. Did you ever do that? You um, Sometimes it happens because your your stomach might be a little off, or you might have an ulcer, or you might have, um, what's what do they call that, um, excess uh, stomach acid or something. And, I, and I've had bouts of that from, from time to time. And you eat, but you still feel hungry. Your stomach still feels unsettled, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe that's a bad analogy, but I, but I really believe that is a good sign when it comes to the spiritual life. Like we can never quite get enough of God in our lives when that desire is never quite filled. That's a sign that the Lord's stretching us more and more. I think um, so. So you're gonna you're gonna have a choice when it comes to reading material. You're gonna have a choice when it comes to how you pray, and I believe that sometimes the Lord uses our desires what works good for us, what brings us peace in order to draw us close to himself, to close to him. Now, what works for me might not work for you. What works for you might not work for me. There are certain forms of prayer that are that are not easy for me because I get distracted. It doesn't mean you should abandon prayer altogether. You never should. I've, you know, I've, I've said that many times. We should show up. We should do our best. We should put the time in, commit to spending a certain amount of time with the Lord every day, but that doesn't mean you can't switch up how you pray. And people who like to control somebody like me, I like to control my prayer life too. And I like to do certain things. So when I'm faced with the idea of just being quiet or reading maybe one word, one sentence in the Bible and meditating upon it, as, I, as I've been reading more and more, uh, you know, that's a very effective technique to let the Lord speak. Boy, is that hard for me. That's not easy for me because I like to be in control. I like to keep reading, you know. I speed read through the Bible sometimes. Um, and, and I've learned to work with that. I've, I've learned that that's not necessarily a good thing. It might work for studying the Bible, but it doesn't really work for you trying to develop... A better, a better relationship with God, and and be more aware of how He speaks to you through Scripture. So, so the point I'm making is, we got to make choices. If I'm reading Book A, I can't be reading Book B, or I'm gonna, I can read them both at the same time. But at one point in time, I can only choose one book. So I'm going to choose the one that's going to help me 
in in my estimation, or the one that really interests me, you know, um, and, and I believe it's the same thing with our with our time. We have a limited amount of time in the day, and if I'm really trying to grow closer to Jesus, yes, I'm trying to give up worry. That's the point of this book. But ultimately, by now, you realize the the point of the book is to draw us closer into a deeper relationship with Jesus. That's the real purpose of the book. And as a result of that relationship, the freedom from from uh, anxiety does tend to be a byproduct of that relationship. But in order to do that, I've got to stop spending time on certain activities which will not have a good effect on my spiritual life and start doing those things which will, which will help me to grow closer to the Lord. And that's what I mentioned in today's meditation. Spend some time taking a break from social media or TV or uh, excessive browsing of the internet or, or, or reading mindless things, turn off sports for, for a little bit, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, and give the Lord some quality time. You just spend some time with him. Say, Jesus, here I am. I want to spend time with you. And it really doesn't matter what you say. He just loves it when you spend time with him. If you're able to go to an adoration chapel and spend time in his real presence, that's fantastic. Maybe you can get up a little early and do a daily mass one or more times during the week in addition to going on Sunday. That's, a, that's an incredibly beneficial exercise. And when you do that, you see, when you do that and you make that decision, like this is the Lord's time. I'm going to give him this time. I could be sleeping, but I'm going to decrease a little bit, and I'm going to let Jesus increase in me. A little less time for me. I'm going to give up some of my me time. And you know, me time is very valuable. We don't like to give up our me time. But if we do that, if you do that, if you get into the habit of doing that, and it, it, it doesn't have to be two or three hours. You just give the Lord a little time, you know, whatever, whatever you feel is appropriate. And, and I always recommend starting slow. You don't want to do too much right in the beginning. Give him a little time and see what he'll do in your life. And just be patient. Let the process work. Trust the process. Right? Little by little, you'll find yourself worrying less, feeling more peace, and trusting the Lord more. That's what happens. And, and I am... I am living proof of that. I've seen that play out in my life, and I really believe that if you put the time in, it is going to be time well spent. He must increase. In other words, he's got to increase in my life. It's got to be more Jesus in my life. People have to see more Jesus in my life, through my life. I've got to feel like Jesus more. But when you do that, that's when the peace starts to fill you. You know, Jesus was able to sleep during a storm. Because he trusted. He trusted his father would provide for his needs. And he knew. He knew. That worrying about the storm. As did as the apostles did. Wasn't going to help anything. What was going to help them is turning to him for assistance. So in order for the Lord to increase in our lives. We have to decrease a little bit. And I believe that's something we're going to be working on for the remainder of our lives. That's okay. It's okay. Little by little, we're going to do this. And even after this eight-week 
program is over after we do we finish give up worry for good well first of all if you're a new listener and you just joined the podcast for give up worry for good i really hope you're going to stick around with me because good lord willing i plan to keep doing this podcast as i have been doing for several years now so i don't plan to be going anywhere so i really hope you'll be able to stick around with me but even after we get done the eight we give up worry for good program you're going to need a refresher course tomorrow in fact We're going to talk about rising after we stumble, and I thought that was an important issue to address. You're trying to stop worrying. There are going to be times when you're going to fall, and you're going to start worrying again. It happens. It happens to me. It happens from time to time, and I believe that the Lord lets us do that so that he can remind us of the fact that we are not in control. When we do fall, though, as we'll see in tomorrow's reflection and give up worry for good, He's going to encourage us to rise, to get up, and to not be afraid. And that's so important. When we fall, whether it's due to we're trying to stop worrying and we begin to worry again, or whether we're trying to give up a particular sin and we stumble and commit this sin that we really are trying to give up, the important thing is to do whatever you have to do to make it right. If you need to apologize to somebody, you want to apologize to God, you go to confession, But then get up again. Get up and get moving. That's what we all have to do. I personally struggle with this. Because when I fall, I tend to get discouraged. Now what you got to watch out for is the evil one, when he sees that, when he's able to sense that you are discouraged, he he gets right in there and tries to convince you that you're never going to succeed. Why bother? You might as well give up. You know, all these things. But Jesus, on the other hand, says, no, get up, get up. You have another chance. You know, it's not the end of the story. And I think that's what we all need to remember. And uh, we'll be talking about that more tomorrow on, uh, on Following the Truth, as well as in Give Up, Worry for Good. All right, we are just about out of time. I want to remind you of one thing before I go. So today is Tuesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday at 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to be on the Sunrise Morning Show doing my weekly Give Up Worry for Good segment on EWTN Radio. So if you get a chance, you want to check that out, please do so. And if you have any questions, as always, contact me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. Gary at followingthetruth.com. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if you need extra prayers. Let me know if you're struggling. Let me know if uh, what we're talking about doesn't make a lot of sense to you. Let's work through this together. Uh, I haven't heard really any negative feedback this time. That doesn't mean you're not struggling. So if you're struggling and you want to reach out, it's not going to offend me. Just let me know what you're struggling with and maybe I can help you. Okay, Gary at followingthetruth.com. In the meantime, I'm going to keep praying for you and I would ask that you pray for me and everybody else who's doing this Give Up Worry for Good program. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, in order for Jesus to increase... We have to decrease a little bit. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow on Following the Truth.